Welcome back, everyone. Is are, are the are, are they uh, the B fifty twos? Do you know they're coming to Seattle? Are they really? Yeah, cool. They're part of the Zoo Tunes. Zoo tunes. Yeah, zoo, you don't do the zoo tunes? Sorry, I don't. Oh, my gosh. You don't know what you're missing. You only keep up with so much, uh, Pat. Yeah, I'm telling you. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by, uh, more recently known as the Vibe of Thrive. And so joining me today... <laughs> I'm still getting used to that little tagline thing. Joining me today is Jesse Dolan. I'm so jazzed. We're going to give away 10... Not five, not three, not two, ten copies of this incredible book, The Good Life, Redefining Your Health with the Visionaries of Our Time. Jesse's joining us here today, and let me just give you a little bit of information about Jesse. And, and, and just so you know, I love how we look at our lives and we take the turns that most of us take in them. And so when you think about, you know, somebody like Jesse Dillon, you know, voted one of the top five radio personalities in the world, brings together people, you know, you know by looking at what it means to have the good life on your side redefining health with the greatest visionaries of our time and so he's joining me here today as he we look at each and every one of ourselves our own lives and can we stand up and say that we are models of transformation can we do that and that's what jesse has done and for many people that are listening to the show right now the question is going to be are you ready for the good life is this something that you would like to talk about? Um, we're going to be giving away 10 books to you all, and you know the number. If you don't, here it is, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. Jesse, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Pat, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's great to have you here. Hey, I want to ask you, uh, the good life. And that and I've received so many emails from our newsletter already about today's show. And one of the questions that has come up is the good life. And they, they ask the question, isn't that isn't that subjective? Isn't that, you know, different for you, Jesse, or different for me? And, you know, how do you know that you're living the good life? I think that's a really good point. You know, I think that's, I think the good life is different for everyone. I don't think that there's a cookie cutter approach to the good life. I don't think there's a pill that you can take that'll make you twitch good thoughts at night <laughs> and wake up living the good life. I don't think that the good life is your bank account. I don't think it's how fit you are, the house you live in, or the car you drive. You know, it's interesting. I put together 15 visionaries to co-contribute chapters on this book. Looks like you had one on yesterday, a gentleman that I think is living the good life, Dr. Bernie Siegel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bernie has co-contributed the first chapter in my book um, called Living with Joy, Healing Through Health and Fun and Happiness and Laughter. You know, if, if the book has a strength, and if it kind of shows the way to what the good life is, I think it just shows the interrelatedness between three areas, healthy body, sound mind, and a joyful spirit. Finding a balance in those three areas, although it might sound somewhat cliche-written, is really the secret to, in my opinion, living a good life. 
and you know when we look at this jesse i gotta ask you a question that i've asked everyone uh you know here you are uh you fabulous fabulous radio host author of the good life and much more and you know people might take a look at you and they say all right there it goes that jesse dylan guy again and he is the one on the top of the mountain that's him it's not me so the question i want to ask you is given the journey of jesse what challenges and obstacles have you overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, first, let me answer that question. There's Jesse on the top of the mountain. Yeah, that's right. Oddly enough, I'm not on the top of the mountain. I'm climbing the mountain. Some days I think I'm at the top of the mountain, but I'm on the journey with everybody else. I'm not a guru. I'm not sitting on the top of a mountain in a loincloth sprinkling magic dust on people, telling them that if they walk on these coals, they can be healed like me. I'm just on the journey with everyone else what i've what i've found interesting is that i've had a ringside seat much like you dr pat mm -hmm. over the last 10 or 11 years that i've been doing my show to the greatest visionaries of our time and i've bottled their information new information interviewed them exclusively for the book and and put it out here the second part of the question what was your second question well you know about your own personal challenges uh you know how did you jesse get to be at the place that you are today uh some people would think that you and i we just popped out one day and there we were but the question has to do with your own challenges those things that you've overcome so that you can, you know, stand out there, be on incredible radio, reaching millions of people every week. You know, I used to get off the air every day at 9 o'clock. I did uh, a national morning show. Crazy internet fun based, uh, not internet, coast-to-coast uh, -coast radio show. Uh -huh. I'd get off the air at 9 o'clock in the morning. There'd be no one to play with, so I started running marathons, doing triathlons. It was during the world championships as a member of the national team in Nice, France that I had an epiphany to build a mind-body-spirit network. Also, after doing morning radio for 27 years, I kind of become disenchanted with where the business was going. Yep. And a friend of mine in broadcasting coined it this way. He got tired of feeding the goat, and that's exactly what happened to me. I was getting ratings and making money for large broadcasters, but I was a cog in a factory, in a widget-making uh, machine. So I left all of that, moved out to the West Coast, and started building a health and lifestyle network, which I am incredibly passionate about and i found through doing this uh i went through a lot of transformation and you know we talk about that as a matter of fact i was going to ask benny to you know to to get out here and and play uh david bowie's changes because we're we're seeing so much of it i mean today you've got uh someone in the senate changing houses and you know things are changing every day and some people say for the better or for the worse but you had apparently a very reflective moment especially being in the business you're in and you wake up and you say i want something different i want to mention to everyone that the good life with jesse dillon the book we're giving away 10 copies i want to make sure you have our toll-free number to call 1-800-930-2819 and if you have a question just give that to benny we're giving away 10 copies of this book 1-800-930-2819 and jesse as we take a look at our lives and we and we look at the many things that we thought we were going to do or that we think we're going to do you know one of the questions that comes to mind has to do with how we get the gumption, 
how we get the you-know-whats to get up each day and to step into that world. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, someone that has been at different moments and different stages, what can we share with people so that they have a sense of how to make that move? You know, I, I go back to a point in time some years ago when I was making the decision to leave broadcasting because I'd come to know and love it after many, many years. I come from a broadcast family. My, my father mm -hmm. did television radio at NBC New York in Los Angeles, and I had been doing this entertainment-based morning show for many years at a very high level. And I had an opportunity to go back into broadcasting. I'd recently kind of pulled away to build this, and I was right on the fence trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Part of the difficulty for me was it was so routine for me. I was in this inertia. I got paid really well to be a broadcaster at a very high level. Um, and to go and build my own thing mm -hmm. would be difficult financially. Mm -hmm. And at the moment when I was supposed to call a radio station and give them an answer to yes or no when I would be coming back, the phone rang, and it was Bob Proctor. Uh, some of your listeners may remember Bob from the movie in the book The Secret. Yes. Bob's an old friend of mine, a bit of a mentor, and I told him what I was up against, and he gave me some advice, and he said, don't do it, you won't be happy. So I called the radio station, and I said no, and I went down to the office in my house and put my head in my hands and stayed motionless for almost 15 minutes, which seemed like an eternity, because I intuitively knew that I wasn't saying no to a gig, I was saying no to an entire career. And that led to what I'm doing now. I don't really know where I got the courage or the chutzpah to, to make that change, it just came from somewhere deep within. Dr. Joan Borisenko, who's in my book, who co-founded the Mind-Body-Spirit Curriculum at Harvard University, you know, she wrote an amazing book, which is on the market, called Your Soul's Compass. Mm -hmm. She's a real sage in this area, and I'm sure you've had her on many times. Yes. Um, but Joan has contributed a chapter in my book where we talk a lot about hearing your soul's guidance, answering your question about how can your listeners like me find road posts or signs that lead them to transformation. Joan says by listening to your intuition, you can find those signs. But the problem we have, Pat, is we're also busy on Twitter and MSN and Facebook and your book and MySpace and his space that we don't really listen to our intuition, which jo Joan says is your soul speaking to you. So a large part of what I went through with triathlon was forcing myself to get quiet out on the road in a swim on a bike for long periods of time. I had a tremendous propensity to go in and just listen to my intuition. And you don't have to do triathlons to do that, but find some quiet time to turn off everything, the Twitter, the Facebook, your space, his space, my space, our space, and just listen to your intuition because Joan says that's your soul speaking to you. And you'll find interesting synchronicities throughout your day if you learn how to tune into that. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And you're right. And we're busy. And, and right now, you know, we're what some people call we're in the middle of what we call the worry society because we're so busy worrying right now. Uh, we're worrying about if we have a job, if we don't have a job. Uh, and I'm not saying that th there isn't need to be concerned, but we are spending an inordinate amount of time paying attention to something in our lives that we really don't want more of. I wanted to ask you, Jesse, as you were writing the book, you know, what kind of motivated you to, to become this author? Uh, and, the, and, and, and what did you find about the people that you've, you interviewed or the people that contributed, perhaps that you didn't know before? Well, 
when I look at a cross-section of some of the people in this book, like Dr. Bernie Siegel, Dr. Stephen Post, the world's foremost researcher on the subject of happiness, when I look at Jim McLaren, who was given the ESPY Award for Courage, who was rendered a quadriplegic after an accident in a triathlon, or Lynn McTaggart, whose book, The Field, was a huge international bestseller, her latest book, The Attention Experiment, is doing very well. Uh, you know, when I look at what she's doing with a team of scientists, quantifying and qualifying how uh, the power of intention can, power of your thoughts can actually change material structures. When I look at all the people in this book, Dr. Mike Royzen, Pamela Peak, Chief of Health at Discovery Health, Asim Jamal, Bob Proctor, Joan Borsenko, Victor Chan, the executive director of the Dalai Lama Center. All of these people have a couple of commonalities, which I would say that I share with them. And I bet many of your listeners, I bet you share this with them. Number one, they have an absolute passion for what they do, irrespective of money, irrespective of the outcome of what they do. They all chose what they're doing because they have a passion for it. So if there's any advice to glean from that commonality, it would be chase what you are passionate about. Do in life what you love doing. Uh, you know, money will find you. Mm -hmm. Abundance will find you. Prosperity will find you. But it's not the other way around. Harvard proved that with a long-term study. They studied people that were graduating that chased money. and They studied those that chased passion. And those that chased passion and what they love to do became imminently more successful than those that chased money. But in North America, we've shown people that bigger and more wealth is better. And we've, we've propagated that myth for so long, it's almost sickening. Mm. You know, and I have nothing against wealth. Listen, we all should have it. But we show people with perfect teeth and wonderful bodies, driving beautiful cars, living in expensive homes, and we show them every day on television, in the media, what the perfect depiction of health is, for the most part. There are a few small episodes where that's not true. We ride around with bumper stickers that say, he or she who dies with the most toys wins. Those that say money can't buy happiness don't know where to shop. At the end of the day, that's not what real transformation is about, and that's not really what happiness is about. Happiness is about being passionate about what you do, living a balanced lifestyle, and having some sense of spirituality. Mm. Wow, Jesse Dillon, my very special guest today. We've still got copies of this book to give away. We're picking up your calls as quickly as we can. 1-800-930-2819. For more about Jesse, check it out. GoodLifeNetworks.com. GoodLifeNetworks.com. When we come back, we'll be talking about the good life, and we'll be talking about what it is that the authors that contributed to this book have to say about the life we live today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So I turn myself to Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center. Listen up. Do you work in front of a computer more than one hour per day? Research shows that poor posture while working in front of the computer can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. So don't forget, every hour, recheck your posture and take in six deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. For more healthy living tips, visit us at vcwc.net. Once again, vcwc.net. Hi, this is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant realities, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? 
And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150, KKNW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of accessing those. Join Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis on Sundays at noon as metaphysical mother and TV personality Robin Alexis helps countless people around the globe to live fuller and more conscious lives. She serves you using her gifts as a medium, medical intuitive, past life reader, and more. Get your free on-air readings with Robin Alexis every Sunday at noon. And now hear rebroadcasts of Mystic Radio Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Are you ready for balance and wellness? Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206-550-8469 and begin to realize your true path in life. Visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com. Get a grip on life with Alternative Talk 1150. I'm much too fast to take that test. David Bowie, you little cutie, you. <clears throat> Lost myself right there. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You should see the look on Benny's face right now. Talk about the good life. He's got it all over his little dimples over there. I do. I know you do. <laughs> Joining me today, Jesse Dillon, the author of The Good Life, and much more. He has created an entire platform of for each and every one of us to tap into so that if you're in a moment and you need a little pumping up, you can do it. I gave out one of his websites. You could also go to jessedillon.com, J-E-S-S-E. D-Y-L-A-N.com and check it out. Jesse, thank you again for joining us here today. I love what you've written about. I think it's a powerful message right now more than ever. Uh, and, you know, part of this is you get to spend some time with some of the incredible people. Would you share a little bit about what's in the book? And I want to mention to everyone we're still giving copies away. We're going to do it throughout the hour and uh, into next hour. one 800 930 is our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819, and Benny is on it. So, Jesse, tell me about the book, and, you know, are you, like, totally jazzed? It's been really fun. You know, I've um, I've been behind a microphone, oddly enough, for 33 years. Mm. So part of, part of authoring a book and going on tour, which we've just finished a national tour, phase one, it's really kind of interesting having the table turned and being asked the questions for a change. On more than one show, I've actually told the guest, it's great, told the interviewer it was great having them here. I was doing a television show um, in Montreal. I think it was CBC Television, which is Canada's national network, and it was an open line show, and we were taking calls, and I started answer, uh, answering listeners' questions, and I started asking the host 
questions inadvertently. And during the break, she had to remind me that it was her show, not mine. It just comes naturally to me. <laughs> so that's been a little interesting mechanical thing that I've had to learn. Um, but the book for me has been an absolute journey of love. It's been a real joy going back to some of my favorite people. I couldn't fit them all in the book. But, you know, Dr. Michael Roisman, who's chairman of the, you know, uh, Wellness Center at Cleveland Clinic, he and his partner, Dr. Mehmet Oz, have many New York Times bestselling books. Mike talks about increased vitality at every age and longevity, and he's probably the world's greatest expert on that. Also in the book, and we've broken the book, The Good Life with Jesse Dillon, into three sections, health of mind, health of body, health of spirit. Chris Killam, who CNN calls the Indiana Jones of natural medicine, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that knows more about going into the Amazon jungle or other jungles and rainforests of the world looking for plant life. Um, Chris is of the opinion that whatever a prescription pharmaceutical drug can do, there's a natural plant equivalent for that, and he's out to prove it. So using plant medicine, Chris has a top ten list of the top ten things you should use every day in this book. Um, Dr. Pamela Peak, who's chief of health at Discovery Health. She has some fascinating things to say about fit to live. In a world where everybody's so busy, there's a center in California called the Center for Optimal Health, which is kind of the Mayo Clinic for fitness and health and nutrition. And I've asked the president and founder of that center, Sean Foy, to contribute a chapter. And it's called Working Out 4321. I don't want to give too much away, Pat. Yeah, I know. But, but Sean has worked with a group of scientists down there, and they proved scientifically that there's a 10-minute workout you can do every day. I know it sounds ludicrous, but they've actually shown me the scientific empirical data to prove it, and it's a world-renowned center. So for people who are busy, you'll find a 10-minute workout you can do called Fitness 4321 in this book. And then there's some just great sages like Bernie Siegel, Lynn McTaggart, uh, Robert Moss, who's the world's leading expert on dreams, is in the book. Helen Fisher, she's on the Today Show once a week. She just finished a special for 2020 Good Morning America. Uh, she's probably the world's greatest relationship expert. She talks about finding love and falling in love, and she has some tips on how to do that. And then Jimmy McLaren's story is absolutely heartbreaking, but in terms of overcoming adversity in life, what Jim has gone through teaches all of us how to handle adversity. So some really interesting, poignant, wonderful stories, anecdotes, and tips in the book on body, mind, and spirit. I mean, were you like a, a kid in a candy store, so to speak, sitting down and thinking about writing this? Or it were was, you thinking yeah. something different? <laughs> no, it was really hard for me to whittle it down. It was like a kid in a candy store. Um, and it was fun, too, I'll be honest with you. It, was, it wasn't a lot of, you know, I hear people talking about books and how difficult it is. This was fun for me. I had a real team effort. I had 15 authors I was working with you know, helping micromanage and, and get their contributions in. I had a team at Wiley & Sons, the world's second largest publisher, a couple of editors, marketing teams in New York, L.A., Toronto. So there was a whole team working on this, um, which really made it fun for me, Pat. I, I really love the idea, and, you know, I, I kind of got re-energized about writing, uh, you know, the book that I had started. And, you know, you and I get to chat with some of the most incredible people. I mean, whether it's a top name, somebody that you know, or in my case, is so many people that are starting out that have personal messages. It's exciting. What do you, Jesse Dillon, what do you think the world needs more of these days? You know, and I'm struck by an old song what the world needs now. And so the question kind of is, from your perspective, Jesse, you know, if you had three wishes and could rub that lamp, what would you ask for? 
Let me think out loud here, and I'll and I'll uh, okay. just just chat with you. Um, I think what we all need, and what we've all seen with the implosion of the money markets, is it not? It's not necessarily about money. It's about giving and sharing. And if I take a page out of Dr. Stephen Post's chapter in the book on researching happiness, what we know for a fact is once you have the basic necessities met of food, shelter, clothing. No amount of money can buy you more happiness. Giving, helping others, creates more happiness. So wish number one would be that we all recognize that and we all all, all become kinder, more thoughtful, more caring, more giving, more compassionate with one another. And not just on Sunday mornings either, mm. but throughout the week. You know, where you can see an opportunity to help someone do so. Never miss an opportunity to help someone. You know, there's a great, great scene in a movie Liam Neeson starting called Rob Roy. And Rob Roy, played by Liam Neeson, is telling his son before he goes into, you know, Liam was going into battle and he mm -hmm. wasn't sure he would be coming home. And he was starting to tell his son what honor is all about. And he told his son that one of the aspects of honor is not letting harm be done to another. And I think we all have a propensity to get into inertia where what's in it for us, we're taught that, you know, yes. as I was mentioning earlier, if we could all just help one another a little bit more, I think that would be wish number one. You know, the Dalai Lama will tell you when you help others, you really are helping yourself. So that's the first and foremost wish. Two, I wish we could all have more fun. <laughs> that's right. I wish we could all laugh a little bit and lighten up and stop being so damn serious all the time. As Bernie Siegel says, and there's a great Woody Allen quote in this chapter in Bernie, uh, Bernie Siegel writes in my book, Living With Joy. Um, you know, he calls a friend and says, what are you doing Saturday night? Well, I'm really bummed out. I'm, I've actually been thinking about taking my life, so I think I'm going to kill myself Saturday night. Okay, what are you doing Friday night? <laughs> you know, we have to have more fun. So there's two things for you. Um... Let's give a little more. Let's have some fun. Yeah, I love it. Jesse Dillon, one of my main men, everybody. For more about Jesse in the book, go to jessedillon.com. And, Jesse, thank you so much for joining us here today. Pat, thank you for having me. Continued success. Let's rock on, everybody. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Save.